Welcome back to Fight Stories. This is John Moses with my co-host Tyler Morrison, still quarantined up in Canada. And uh, today, a uh, buddy of mine, very funny comedian, Paul Verzi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for doing it. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So before we launch into the um, into the into the fights, yeah. you just did a weekend in Arizona, right? I did. I did. Yeah. How was that? It was, uh, it's funny, you know, all these comics, everybody's asking as, as right. what I, it's, it's funny because, um, I'm, I just got an email yesterday actually. And the email said like, Hey man, you got out of here in the nick of time. They're putting right. man, they're putting mandates now. And, uh, it's getting pretty serious there. I, I was fortunate enough to the club that I was doing. I was kind of in a suburb of the city. So the numbers where I were weren't as crazy and I was protected. Also, the only reason why I went was because um, I, I have antibodies. I had it. You in, had uh, it. I had it in early okay. March and, and early April. Uh, I'm sorry, late March, early April. I had it. Um, and so once I knew that I was okay and, and, you know, I talked to my doctor and stuff and there wasn't really cases of people that even the people that got it again, there's been no proof or cases that somebody that got it again, they're saying that what was not infectious. So they're saying that even if I got infected again, I couldn't give it to somebody. So we talked about it. Then I had my agency huh. call up down there because people were like, dude, you're going to fucking Arizona tomorrow. And like, have you looked at the news? And I'm like, yeah, you know, so my manager was like, let's talk to them. So my manager and William Morris actually called hospitals in Phoenix and we're talking to hospitals and the club. And it was kind of like when it was a little bit of like, it started to, but it was now, starting to creep up. Right now, right now it's like, dude, like they're shutting shit down. So well, that's why I wanted, I wanted to ask you last week, but even in a week, things have changed so drastically, you know, yeah. I, I want, you know, exactly what you're talking about is like, you know, you got out of there in the nick of time, but you know, you're, you're a little bulletproof, I guess. Is it second wave down there right now that's happening? No, no, no. That's Arizona, This is the first time it's starting to hit like the Southwest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when I was in, I was in Edmonton doing shows when it first started, in, like in Canada, and like it's the same thing. Like just get the fuck out. But it was just starting in Edmonton, and that's like, but everywhere else, you know, everyone right, else is right. shutting down. But yeah. Canada is also a little, you know, is pretty light. You know, in comparison, oh, compared to what's going on right now right. in the states, of, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Toronto is the like the big one in Canada, right? I was I was right. going back to Toronto, so I was leaving like the healthy city to go to the shit city. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because like I beat it. I, I shouldn't say that I beat it. I I, I had well, yeah. somebody said the best thing about my COVID nineteen experience was they were like you had a, a sample platter, and I did. I had a lot of symptoms, but in weird ways. Like it was almost like I had a cough that was lingering for a long time, but I didn't need to be hospitalized. I had aches and chills, but they weren't really brutal. So it was like I had all kinds of stuff, lost sense of smell and taste. And that's what definitely gave us the indication that I had it. And uh. then the, the, the test confirmed it. Um, my wife and children also had it. Um, so how did the kids, how, how were your kids, were, were they like not affected by it? 
so yeah so the the doctor was like listen you know keep an eye on him but kids are kind of really doing well with it um my daughter almost showed zero and my son there was a couple days when my son was just a little funky he was tired he was laying down he felt a little out of it and then fine so my daughter maybe one day felt like 99 fever which they don't even consider and right. then nothing so wow. um yeah, my wife and I were the worst. I was, I had more symptoms. My wife just lost sense of smell and taste. Wow. Well, that's actually reassuring that like, it ran through your whole house, but the kids are okay. Cause that's the big concern, right? That was really the scary yeah. part. I mean, as much as I was like, dude, I don't want to wake up and need a fucking ventilator tonight. But right. once that I started going days and not needing that, I'm just worried about looking at my, my boy and my girl, making sure um that that they were good or whatever it did feel good to be back on stage but i will tell right. you that the people in arizona do not give a fuck and a lot of them i think <laughs> all of them dude, they were like i was getting like shamed for wearing a mask dude like <laughs> dude, i swear to god i went in the yeah. hotel i went in the hotel that they put me in and i literally saw i'm not making this up for the show this is true shit I saw like a 65 year old couple, like almost like nudging each other, like look at like, and I was all fucking masked up and they're just like, they look at it so differently. Um, mm -hmm. But now that I think the hospitals are filling up there, yeah. they're starting to realize. And yeah. uh, I told the crowd, I go, half you people are going to get sick, you know? Um, and I hope they don't, but it was, it was definitely something to see where they just didn't seem like it bothered them. Yeah. My buddy's my buddy's out in Vegas, and I, I was just on his Facebook. He's like, "Fuck you and fuck your masks," and all his buddies were chiming in, like, "Yeah, fuck all those masks." <laughs> like, what, what has to happen, you fucks? Well, you know? Rob yeah. Mayhew went down to uh, is was the the tiger? What's the the show? The Tiger Show. Tiger King. Tiger King, the Tiger oh, King yeah, Zoo. Yeah. He went there and he was wearing a mask and he looked around and no one's wearing a mask. He like uh, yeah. takes his mask off because he's just yeah, yeah. slings <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, because you know the crazy thing is like people are politicizing it. And it's almost like if you wear a mask, you know, if you wear a mask, you're a liberal and, and you're this and that. And if mm. you and if you know you don't wear a mask, you know, you, you support Trump and this and that. And it's like, dude, how about the fact that people are dying and just wear a fucking mask? Yeah. Dude, so even if it's wrong, it's the easiest fucking thing to do. It, that's, that's, you know? that's, like, who gives a fuck? Point. Right. Even if it's, even if it is, and they're just like, hey, man, another two months when you're out in public, just throw a mask on and you could potentially save somebody's life. The fact that people are like, no, man, fuck that. This is, yeah. this, it's like, that, that's crazy to me. Like four months ago, I think if you took a fucking survey in the world or in America and you said, hey, man, if you could save 100,000 American lives by wearing a mask and convincing your family to, would you do it? Who the fuck wouldn't say yes? Exactly. exactly. It's, it's but, really silly. But and people I, dig their heels in and it's like there's so no that, going back. That's exactly right, John. And I think the fact that people want to be right and, right. you know, I have family members, dude, that I love dearly that are just like, man, I fuck, I'm done. I had enough. And I'm going, oh, what, what do you mean? Like, it's still out there. So and then, you know, they get into the thing where they think, you know, I, I don't I think that they're doing things that are blown out of proportion. And I'm just like, and I love this person. And I'm going, man, just, you know, and it's like, I don't have time to look as long as me and my family are. are I know, okay, I know. 
And that's what you kind of got to do. You just got to be, you just got to like remain vigilant. My dad's up in Canada. He's good. He's, you know, probably not going to get it. And my wife's parents had it, almost died, survived. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm healthy. My wife's healthy. I've like upped the cardio since this whole thing's been going down. Kind of everybody in my immediate circle is like, I'm okay. You know, like, you know, yeah. but I'm still doing it because it's the fucking right thing to do, you know? Abs- dude, absolutely. Even when I performed, they had it set up where, so I wasn't really close to the crowd. Like my, the way it was is like my, my feet were at their heads and they were a little back. Like the stage is great. Um, each comedian had their own microphone that they clean the parts every time. Mm. Um, so, so, so we were doing that. Um, and then I, dude, I stayed in the hotel if I did anything outside, I was outside far from people. So I feel like the one thing that scared me was the airplanes because both airplanes were really busy. Luckily, nobody wow. directly next to me, but the airplanes were like, you know, even from New York out there, I was just like the airplane scared me because it was such small, close quarters. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. You're like one of the few people I know or I've even seen who's been, who's performed, yeah. you know, during this time, like other than some weird, like I did a show on a fucking diner parking lot with on the back of a pickup, but like actually in a club for a weekend, like you're, <laughs> you're one of the few. So, no, dude, they, asked so I was me, interested. They, they asked me and I'm like, I mean, zero disrespect to any comedian trying to make money. I don't feel like I'm better than that shit. But when I saw motherfuckers in rubber gloves standing on trucks, I was like, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did it for the experience and like immediately walked walking up to it I was like oh man what the fuck have I done eight shit and then right after I finished I was like oh I gotta do this again <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude we're already insecure about audience members that are real the last thing I, I know do wonder why a fucking you know Dodge Ram is not flashing their lights at me I or- know I know Dude, it's crazy. Like you tell a joke and you start looking in car windows and you're seeing people like <laughs> <laughs> the wipers are it going. Was so fucking oh yeah, it was so crazy, dude. I killed that fucking I killed that Sentra. Everything is on <laughs> those four going. cars in the front, you know? That's, that's great, man. Cool. So all right, so uh what about the fights? Uh-huh. I feel like you're a guy that just based on your voice alone has seen some fights yeah you know what i was the type of dude that i was never i didn't want to fight i didn't want to get i never i kind of was just like to tell stories and laugh and joke but but if i got upset enough if like something happened where i was just like and you mix that with alcohol right right so a lot of the fights so all right, so if you want a fight story, this is a this is actually a pretty pretty fucking nuts one. Um, my buddies went to college up at uh, SUNY Plattsburgh, and uh, I went up to visit them, and we were hanging out, and they were in a fraternity. So we went to the fraternity house, and we're drinking and we're doing shots, and then we go back to where their dorms were, and uh, they're sitting there and they're rolling blunts and they're smoking, and then people kind of just like are outside the dorms after the party, right? And they're, they're, they're outside the dorms before going into the dorms to really smoke and chill after the, the party. And we're there. And this was the time, <laughs> this was the times where, remember, 
when having like not like my beard now but you remember back in the day and i'm sure they did this shit in canada where you had like the the, the little line yeah 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 up. the puerto rican lineup yeah it was, yeah it was it was like the line and then the thing so my buddy the chin strap <laughs> yeah but it was like but it was like a thin, thin pencil thin strap. yeah pencil <laughs> chin strap. And, and my italian buddy my italian buddy joe he he had it really thin and I loved the kid. He was a year older than me in high school. So like, I just loved hanging out with the kid and stuff. And he was there and we're all outside hanging out and there's a big kind of brawl starts breaking out. Everybody, there's like almost like a melee and I'm there just visiting my friend. I'm drinking, I'm, I'm hammered and everybody just like a, a thing going on. And I'll never forget, dude, this tall dude, about six foot two, blonde hair, walks up to my friend and people are pushing and I'm kind of just like, Oh shit. And, but I'm drunk. So I'm like, I got my buddy's back. And, and the guy goes, Hey man, goes, how about I take a fucking razor blade and shave that stupid fucking shit off your face and like do something. And I literally like a movie, I take a couple steps in the circle. It was like a fucking circle of people. And there were like girls at the door. I'm like, Oh my God, shit's about to go down. And I go, you got to fucking do that to me first. Come and get, come with your knife to me. And this motherfucker goes, what motherfucker? And run, is rushing me, right? And I immediately got, it went from scared to defense in literally two seconds. And I just timed his head. And I timed him. And he came and I just went, bang, right? And I caught him. And he went down and you literally like a movie heard like 50 people go, Oh shit. So when I tried to get on top of him, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I tried to get on top of him, he got my shirt and he almost dude, this story could have been, he almost like he tried to pull me where I would have went down, but I spun and got back on top of him and I'm holding this kid's blonde hair and I'm just teeing off, teeing <laughs> off, teeing off. And they're trying to, and I'm teeing off, teeing off. And I remember I was so scared, dude. Like the guy would have probably like, I, I'm gonna, I'll be the first to say I got lucky. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It's not me being a badass. This is me getting lucky. I was athletic and fast, so when I hit him, I definitely timed it, and it was a good move. But like yeah. the fact that I positioned after rolling around on top, and I was able to hit him, and I'll never forget. My buddy pulled me off, and as he's dragging me out, he goes, "Dude, you just beat the shit out of that kid." And I go like, I, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I did. So we go, yeah, so then all of a sudden, now I went from like, now I'm talking a little shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, you know, now I'm like, yeah, I'm like, That's... in my mind, I almost lied to myself that I was a good fighter. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh shit, no one's fucking with me, right? And it was just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, five, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm five foot eight, you know? Yeah. So we go back in the dorms and the whole talk was yo your boy did this and i'm rolling a blunt and like all these like, i remember people were coming in like yo you're the man and it was so nuts and then the next day and but we found i found out the next day the 6-2 guy that i fought he was a and by the way so mind you now I'm a, I'm a 19 18 19 year old i'm a 19 year old kid yeah maybe 20 but i think 19 found out he come to find out he was a 25 year old sophomore and he was like the next day, like walking around campus going like, fuck that kid. That was bullshit. Like, and just talking shit. And yeah, uh, yeah. I remember getting out of that weekend feeling like, wow, everybody feels like I'm the man. But if when he pulled my shirt down, it could have been the opposite way. 
Yeah. It's like the guy that hangs out at high school for way too long finally goes to <laughs> fucking college. <laughs> Let me get this college thing a try, you know? Yeah, 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 dude. It was, it, was a, it was a good feeling, but it was also like it let me know how quick things could escalate. And if I was on the opposite side of that, how quick I could have gotten my ass kicked. Oh yeah, but then but then you know you get your ass kicked. You live to see another day, you know. Um, yeah. But also to stay in the pocket and time that out when the guy's running at you. Yeah. You know that uh, takes that takes a little presence of mind that everybody has. It's good instincts. Yeah. I I did have I did have one that uh, like it's hard for me to talk about on this podcast because it was a touchy thing with the family. But uh-huh. I did I did have one where I also somebody came at me and said, what the fuck are you going to do? And went at me. And I did the same thing. So I'm definitely like, I definitely tell you, I have a nice right. I have, yeah. a, nice, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a nice right that I could time. But um, yeah, dude, when adrenaline goes, dude, it, it's yeah. funny. It's like, I'm the type of guy, dude, even when I, even like arguing with my wife, guys, I'm the type like for me to scream and be like, fuck this, I'm done. It takes a lot, and it's the same with the physical thing. You know, if you push me or t- – then then once it gets to that thing, then it's on. Right, right, right. I um, My wife shooed me today and then caught me with a little uh, – caught me with a little swat in the beak, and I felt the old right loading up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't, don't fuck with the hair trigger, wife. Yeah, because you – know, <laughs> Because your right doesn't know it's a simu- like it's not re- doesn't know it's not real. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When I was uh, when I used to play hockey, I love I love like playing possum. It's not you know like staying cool and staying in the pockets like one thing, but like when I would, it's kind of yeah. like when I would play hockey, there'd be somebody like on a breakaway, and I'd start slapping my stick on the ice trying to chase him down as a defenseman. I'd be like, drop it, drop it. And then they would drop it, and I'd take the puck and be like, you fucking idiot. (laughs) I feel the same thing like when somebody's somebody's going for you, if you kind of are like, oh, and then you just fucking – but like really you're just like a fucking a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know? You're just like, oh, fall into the trap, you know? I had a guy walking – we are at like a – uh, outdoor like midnight madness event and this is in high school we weren't we weren't even dr- we were drinking before we got there but like there's no booze or anything at this event all these people are standing around I just see this guy from across the parking lot and he's coming towards me like a fucking missile and I'm like this guy is coming to fight me and he's so far away he's like a football field away I just go to one of my friends I go listen this guy's coming and he's gonna try and fight me so just play it cool get ready if he's got friends or whatever to grab someone. But they're like, nah, nah. I'm like, no, no. I just feel it. He's coming. And it was so far away, and I couldn't believe it. But I'm like, I'm not going to make eye contact with him. I'm just going to load up a bomb, just at my side, play possum, just like act like I don't see him coming. Sure enough, he gets closer and closer. He is coming for me. And I just reach right across, and I snatch him right by the fucking collar. And wind up, and I get jumped from the side from one of his buddies grabs my arm, like it just oh. got like crazy. There's, there was no, I didn't get punched or anything. Like everyone jumped in because my friends knew that like something was going on, but uh, it gets broken up. Next thing you know, they all come back. There's like fucking forty of them now, and there's like eight of us. We're we're about to get fucking killed. Somehow we talk our way out of it. We get in our buddy's van and we're driving out and we just beep the horn. Everyone just moons these guys. And they're so 
<laughs> Weaseled our that's, way out of the fight. That's such a that's such a fucking Porky's move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking camp movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but like literally, like was just Weasel like, move. don't make eye contact with him when he gets close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's trying to jump me, but I'm gonna sucker him. Yeah. I yeah, mean, God, that's crazy that the guy got your got your arm right before. I like, know he caught it, dude. I didn't see that guy coming, man. Coming yeah, where did he fucking materialize from? You know? <laughs> yeah. So what? I, what uh, about? Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was gonna say. So what about like any fights that you've that you've seen? Like, where you grew up in what? I grew up in Westchester. I grew up in Westchester County, and then I went to high school in Dutchess County. So D- Dutchess County, I was up there near like. I guess the town people would know if they listened to this, even though it was too north, what would be Poughkeepsie. But yeah. uh, but I, I, no, I, went, I was up there in like the Fishkill-Hopewell Junction area from eighth grade to 12th grade. And then before that, Westchester. And then after that, right kind of back down to uh, the city and now back to Westchester where I live now. So I was always in a suburb. Outside. So that's kind of, is that suburb or is that a little bit more like country boys kind of like? No, no. no. Right where I am now, like where I live now, I live up in horse country now. Like where right. we live, like there's people that have horse farms and I'm about an hour north of Manhattan. But no, where I did, where where I grew up was more of like just suburbs. Like, uh, oh, okay. Like so Poughkeepsie is kind of a suburb, even though it's like two hours north of the city or whatever? Yeah, Poughkeepsie. Well, I was a little south of Poughkeepsie. I just said that because I figured like that people would okay, know that. Okay, gotcha. But, gotcha. Like, I was, like where I was at was probably like 130, 125, 130 out of the city for high school. Right. And then, um, but I was born in Yonkers, which is right by, you know, and then I stayed up in that area for a while. So what was that? What was that like growing up there? Was there like a lot of, was there a lot of scraps? In that no, neighborhood, like there was, not really. There was always no. There was always, you know, there was always the one or two kids in your clique that wanted to do that. Um, right. You know, uh, one night we were in the car, a bunch of us. My friend, who was a big time, big time fighter. This kid was fucking up seniors as a freshman. He was a tall Irish kid. Uh, he's he's passed on, rest his soul. Mm. This was a bad dude. This was a dude that played for, for Syracuse and football. Then, wow. then, then, then yeah, I mean, this dude was, and he, and he was a good friend of mine. He was a year older. And, um, you know, while, and one night we were all out and we went by the mall and uh, there were a bunch of black dudes outside. And this is like 1990, you're talking 95. Oh yeah. And 95, 96. And they didn't matter work. back then. <laughs> he, had, no. he had he had words. The, the window came down, and there were words. And I'm in the back seat with three, two others. So I'm the third one back there, and the, him and the driver. And he had words, and some racial things were said back and forth. And next thing you know, he gets hit, and I just remember his head in the passenger seat, and he just opened the door. This kid was a machine. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I remember yeah. one. I remember one time this kid drank like three forties. One of the sickest things I ever seen. He would like freestyle. <laughs> Dude, he would like freestyle rap. And one time, we were we, not to put two stories in one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would like. We, he would like. He finished his forty, and he's all sick. He drank like drank drank all night. Big tough kid. And he was like, he's like, yo, man, freestyle in the bathroom. So me and him, he's like freestyling in the bathroom, and he just goes, hold up a second, hold up a second. 
and he just goes into the toilet. He's like, oh, he's just throwing up in the toilet, throwing up in the toilet. And this dude just wiped his mouth and went back to the freestyle. And I was like, what the, like this is one of these dudes, right? Yeah, so yeah. He gets, he gets out of the car. And I mean, he starts, I mean, it was like a movie. He starts teeing off and beating the shit. So I, for him and all five of us get out. And I'll never forget, I get out, this black dude pulled my hood over my head, kneed me in the face, threw me against the car. And then the next day, they were like, yeah. And then we all got out, Verzi started fucking people up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. No, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, man, I, I, I definitely, I've seen some fights. I had a buddy who we were at like a bar upstate New York and he called everybody outside and we all went outside like an old country movie. and he was they were literally they were literally like that some squared up one-on-one -on -one shit and I, he hit the kid and the kid started grabbing for like an invisible railing <laughs> yeah. and then I, my, my buddy's like I'm gonna do Roy Jones now and started like dancing around it was really nuts yeah um, but there was a couple of friends like that, but all, I know this is going to sound crazy to say, all good kids, but when the alcohol came in, there were the ones yeah. that wanted to rock and roll, dude. Alcohol, yeah. I would say, has was every time, even when a kid tried jumping me in college because he thought I was somebody else, he ran out and goes, it must be you. And I'm like, no, and, and it, was, it was all drinking. Yeah, drinking. yeah, yeah. I bet you 90% of the fights that happen, period, are alcohol related, you know? Alcohol related between the ages of 17 and 23. Yeah. And, and when you see those brawls at a sporting event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, it, it's, either, it's either the opposing fan who's wearing the other jersey. Oh, yeah. And, they, and somebody gets thrown, and then all of a sudden it's a whole thing. But it's, it's all go. booze, dude. Yeah. I was, at a, uh, I was at a Bruins game, and I had a Leaf jersey on, and I was taking a piss. And I was at the urinal face against the wall, and – some guy goes, uh, yeah, you fucking Canadian faggots. <laughs> and I just get, buddy, you want to get your head kicked in by a faggot without even like turning around to see oh, who that's it was? So <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> that would be, I, I was just like, yeah, I'll own that. But then you're going to own getting your head kicked in by a fucking gay Canadian and your buddies oh. are never going to let you live it down, you know? Dude, that is so funny that you didn't even turn around. <laughs> um, <laughs> intimidation move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that was me and my buddies growing up. Like, everybody were pretty good guys. But then once the liquor entered the situation, just all bets were off, you know? Oh, yeah. Throwing, yeah, dude. Throwing I, hot I, dogs I, in car windows. I got to tell you something, man. It's really an underrated thing. Uh, this is going to sound super corny on a fighting podcast, so I apologize. Um, <laughs> but it's a really underrated thing to go to bed sober and wake up sober and realize, like, somebody said something amazing where they were like, dude, it's what, what did, was it Mark Twain or somebody said, why would you put a thief in your mouth if it's going to rob your brain, right? right. And uh, it, it's so true. It's like, all of the bad decisions that I've ever made in my life, whether it would be fighting fraternity people that I, I just want to go there and have a good time, whether it would be even st certain arguments with my wife or doing things. And I'm just like, dude, I'm glad that a lot of the shit that we're talking about now, it almost gives me relief that because you got to be a real fuck up to be late thirties, forties going like, 
yeah, last night I almost beat this bitch. You know, it's like, hold on a second, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Tyler, I don't know what your lifestyle is. <laughs> Pretty tame. No, it's true, man. It's true. Like, I remember, and I quit drinking for that reason. I remember being like 26. And I moved away from Toronto. I used to roll with a couple of dudes. We'd go to the bar and, you know, chances are if you didn't pick up a chick and those chances were very high <laughs> we were yeah. probably gonna get into a tussle but then you're out in the world still drinking carrying on like a jackass and nobody's got your back you end up on the wrong end of a lot of beatings you know well, yeah yeah so i was you know i'm in i'm in you know the united states by myself drinking crazy i was like dude i gotta i gotta like cut this shit out and grow up you know and i My think that's, biggest... a part, that's a big part of it and you don't bounce back the same way either dude you're 40 years old you know, getting into rumbles, you're waking up the next day fucking feeling it, you know? My biggest fear is being, being that, like, older guy, like an adult who gets oh, his yeah. ass kicked by a group of high school guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah my, my, yeah, my worst fear is me running into me 20 years ago, like a Freedom 55 commercial, you know? <laughs> but the number one thing I want to do is beat the shit out of some high school guys. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> It's like going. It's like going out and playing sports, and you're like, ah, I just don't got it anymore. You know, high school's near my house. They're always walking by. I'm like, I could fuck that kid up. Dude, sure. getting like put to sleep. Getting like put to sleep by like a big eighth grader. Yeah. <laughs> <Just like> <laughs> <relax>. <laughs> and you know it's going viral these days, dude. You do oh. not want to be on the other end of that one. Oh yeah, I watched the, the kid. Worst. I watched the kid's dad get beat up. Um, the one to, the kid went to my, like, went to my high school, but like, this is like now. So yeah, it was yeah. like, someone posted it up that's way younger than me. And I saw it and I'm like, oh fuck. The dad showed up cause the, his kid was getting in a fight and then ended up like getting like outnumbered by all these high school kids and getting, oh, oh. man, there's just yeah. something just unjust about it. Dude, you have to leave asshole? as that father. You have to leave for a pack of smokes after that and never come back. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few like elements to that to that situation where I'm like, okay, he's sticking up for his kid, but he's also being a dickhead. Yeah, so he yeah. Kind of deserves his ass kicked, but I just hate the like not one on one situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot of. Oh, dude. dude. Speaking of that, I remember one time I talked a little shit, and I got called out for it. And I didn't, and, and I, I was funny you said that because I was like, fuck you. And this, he was being really mean to my friend. And, uh, and then I realized, oh, this kid fights, dude. This right. kid fucking fights. And then they were like, yo, keep it one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. like, it was, it was the thing where, like, me and my boys came out of a bar, and I'm, like, sticking up for my boy. And then it was like, fuck whatever happened with him and your boy. Now it's you and now him. Now it's you and me, right. And, I, and they were like, yo, keep it one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. I didn't, you know, and then we ended up just talking. And I realized, like, oh, you got, you, you didn't want any part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, it's funny because there have been times where I've been so rip roaring drunk that I've still figured out like there are still people I just don't want any part of. You know, like my yeah. instincts have kicked <laughs> in and like and shined through the blackout and saved me. You know, and other times where say, I got smoked. I was just gonna say, through, even in a blackout, there's a voice going, "Dude." No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like from I... the depths, like pulling you back. You know, there's been a couple <laughs> where I've got lucky, where I'm like outnumbered, and I but I've had to like. I've had to step up to, you know, four or five guys at once and, you know, bluff basically 
talk tough so that they <laughs> fucking don't fight me. You know, like yeah, just get, yeah, yeah. get a little crazy. Yeah. And uh, oh, I'm so fucking lucky, man. Like you always just yeah. feel so good walking away <laughs> yeah. from that. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, dude, cause cause this has happened to people, thank God none of us, but imagine you imagine you square up and a dude's just like, nah, dude, I'm not fighting you. I'm gonna fucking stab you. And yeah. they pull out a knife, dude. Yeah. And that that's that's like that's when it's like, oh shit, like this thing's got to like I, I, like John said before, I'll take an L and go home and I'll yeah. live another but like if you want to fucking stick me with something, dude, and, and this thing ends here oh, yeah. forever. Like, you know, or or you know, you get into it with that group of five, and yeah. you know, they're like, "Oh no!" And then you know, that's one of these guys decides to jump on your head, and you're and you're talking different for the rest of your life. I know guys who I know I know guys on both ends of that equation. You know, have you had a uh, knife or anything pulled on you, John? Uh no. Um, I got bottled. Yeah, like somebody broke a bottle over the back of my head, but. I had, a, I had a knife pulled on me in a fight. And, like, I was fortunate that, like, I saw him go for the, the handle. Yeah. And he was wearing a puffy winter coat. So I just fucking jerseyed him. And he couldn't get any, <laughs> you know, he couldn't get any stupidest Canadian fight of all time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, take that dumb fucking coat off. Yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah, I, I knew. All stuck in his triple goose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fish it out. It changes immediately your focus in the fight where it's just like, okay, I was just trying to beat you up before. Now I'm trying to fucking kill you. Right. You're trying to kill me. So you just yeah. go like extra, you yeah. know, you have fireball power now. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Well, it's survival crazy. mode, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy the way it like jumps you up the second it's, and if, if a guy kicks you in the face, it changes the fight, too. Dude, you know what I love about Canadian guys? And I figured this out about you guys because it took me a second. <laughs> but I've traveled the country. I've met a lot of Canadian dudes, Canadian comedians. Everybody's got you guys wrong. Everyone's like, man, they're nice. They, they you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're a little softer. I go, no, 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 dude. I go, they play possum. What you guys do <laughs> is you guys take everything in and you'll be the nice guy. Oh, hey. And I know what afterwards what you're thinking and that you're a lot tougher than what people think, dude. I've seen it. I've fucking seen it. Oh, I, I always say my buddies growing up are the same guys that'll hold the door open for you at 8 o'clock and then fucking kick you down the stairs at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's great. That's what about uh, what about in comedy? Have you ever seen Have you ever seen any tilts in comedy? Like you see, like these stage fights, or even like guys going backstage. Um, did I see anything in comedy? Um, there was a Christmas party in New York where somebody said something to somebody said something. And I remember just a scuffle, and somebody's like, "Yo, that dude just got kicked in the chest." I don't know who was involved. <laughs> But there, it was actually a Caroline's Christmas party. Yeah, and I yeah. think wor words were said. Yeah. And I remember, and I remember, like all of a sudden it backed up, and it was like a push, or then like a kick, or something like that. But then you know how comedians are. Comics are like, oh, dude, I don't want to not work here. So I, it, <laughs> everything gets squashed, dude. It's like no witnesses, right? I didn't see anything. I don't want any problems. No. Yeah. So so. So that one I kind of saw. Right, in the peripherals, like, yeah. Yeah, like, it, you know, you're just standing there, and then all of a sudden when you're at a party like that and you see something and then you hear about it. Um, and then also, um, as far as being on stage, um, 
I, I got, you know, I, I don't even know if I never told you, I probably never told you this because it wasn't a fight. So I would have been like, I would have, but anyway, I was in Indianapolis and um, there was a guy heckling and uh, he was drunk, bad. I actually, I told the story on Bobby's podcast. He was drunk, bad. Mm. And there was a guest spot. There was a host, a guest spot, a feature. And then Mrs. Pat came in to do three minutes that she was doing for last comic standing. So that many before me. Right. This dude is drunk for the host. And he's yelling. He's got a voice like this. And he's yelling, dude. Long story short, through all that shit, I'm, I looked at the owner. I go, it's going to be a fucking problem. Four minutes in, I'm having a good time. There was a big hailstorm that day, and I played golf in Indianapolis. I was addressing the weather, and the guy said something. And I go, dude, what are you – and he was, no, I'm enjoying it, but, you know, this and he's just trying to talk shit. He's just saying whatever. And I go, dude, you know what, man? And he was just really fucking up the show. And I go, you're a cancer, and you need to be cut out early, so you're done. You're going home. And he got out early. That's like a good. That's a good way to look at hecklers in general. That's just like a good ism, yeah. you know. They're cancers yeah, dude, that need to be cut out early. Yeah, you're a malignancy of this you're whole body, and, and <laughs> yeah. you need to be and you need to be cut out because we can't let this thing multiply and spread. Right for the health of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for the health of the show. Yeah. And uh, guys, he was in the front row. He was literally. 10 feet from me he was in the front row and i looked at the people and i go how the fuck can you bring a guy this drunk out and he starts getting his jacket and he's like mumbling to himself and this fucking dude picks up a miller light bottle hand to god i have it on youtube i never put it out there especially yeah. then because yeah. i didn't want that to be anything yeah. dude this dude fucking randy johnson the fucking miller light bottle <laughs> at my fucking head they tried to stop him for assault, but he got in the car with his sister and left. And I fucking did like a thing like that. It hits against the wall. Um, and he's and and as he's going out, I you could hear him go, fucking call me a cancer. Like it got to him. Yeah. It, it like mm. it, it really fucked with him. But um he didn't come on the he didn't come on the stage, but yeah. when he got he got real close and he threw something like that. But if he did come on stage, what do you you know, what yeah. what am I gonna do? Yeah. Cause then yeah, I never work there. Then I never work again. And then I look like all the clubs are going, Oh, this guy's going to hit our patrons, you know? Right. I know. I'm, I'm of the mind that you gotta, but, uh, <laughs> but I've never been, but it's never, the issue's never been pushed. I've had a couple people stand and threaten and I've just been like, dude, just so you know, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, if you come up here, man, I am telling you, don't do it. It's usually, yeah. it's usually women that flip out on my, like at me. Yeah. I don't have too many guys heckling me. So that's oh, okay. I was in I was in Philly doing a show, and uh, and I love Philly. And it was an all black crowd. And I, you know, I got a line out there where I say something to the effect of like, I love I love the Muslims in Philadelphia because you guys, you guys are all smoking blunts and eating bacon sandwiches. Like you don't take your Muslim hood that serious. I don't have to worry right. about any, anybody blowing anything up. And like the line always lands but i was just eating shit that night and it was a bunch of muslims in there <laughs> and this woman just starts yipping and she had like a a fucking like a whatever that's called the hijab like but just like the headwear i said hey why don't you pull that down and cover your mouth oh <laughs> and, my god and the fucking and she stood up to whip a heineken bottle at me and her husband wrapped her up 
before she could get the Heineken off and it just went click clunk and it like rolled into the aisle. Wow. And then I said, so I forget what it was. It was so long ago. I said one more comment to the husband. <laughs> like, like, yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, whatever I said to him, um, I got off the stage and the promoter goes, Hey man, I think you should get out of here right away. And then he goes, <laughs> do I still got to pay you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, double. <laughs> My life's uh, a jump out. Uh, I had a mob. I, yeah, I can't believe I forgot this. I, I, I don't want to say the club, but I was at a club on the East Coast, and uh, it was early on when the show, when the club had opened, and I found out that uh, people, that they say the, this was connected to something, you know, connected. <laughs> and um, I'm on stage, and there were people in there that thought because they knew the owner and who they who they were uh, and what they did that they could talk. And it was this guy's wife talking and I'm fighting, I'm fighting, dude. I'm throwing everything I got. Remember in fucking major league Harris, remember? He's like, I'm throwing everything I got at him, Skipper. I'm throwing, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's people talking over here. I'm dealing with that. There's people talking, I'm fighting, I'm getting laughs, but like, they were oh, literally yeah. like, you know, one of those, just, just a, literally a, a comedy brawl. Yeah, yeah. And, and this woman's talking and I finally calm everybody down over here. And now she's just talking and she's talking. And I just looked over and I, and I go, man, what are you doing? And going through the stupid shit that comics say, why would you think to talk like that? I go, you're talking. So I go, dude, so somebody put a dick in her mouth. I said, I do the rest of my act. Literally, literally when I said, I'm Paul Verzi, good night. I put the thing in. He's discussing, oh, of course we're going to have words while I'm, and I get up and I walk and he walks with me and the whole crowd sees it. And I kind of go up against the wall and he goes, well, you know, listen, that's my wife. And uh, you have to, you have to apologize. And apparently this guy was muscle for some, and he goes, no, no, that's my wife. And then you're going to apologize. And I go, listen, dude, I'm doing my job. I don't want any, he goes, no, 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 you're going to, and I see he's big dude. He's got a scar on his face and shit. And um, she walks over and she's like, no, nah, he doesn't have to fucking apologize. And in my mind, I'm just like, look, you know what? And then it got weird. People started coming and I go, look, uh, I was doing my job. I was trying to do my job. If I said anything to offend you, I'm good. I'm sorry, whatever. And, you know, he's just, and then he was asking me where I lived, where I was from. <laughs> like you're going to tell him, like you're just going to give your fucking license over to this goon. So when I went to the fucking owner, I go, man, listen, you know, they made me apologize. I mean, I, I have no problem, you know, if I, if I really, really, I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to fuck it. I want to get out of here. So, and I go, and the guy's asking me where I live. Is the guy going to, guy going to come after me or something? And he goes, not if I tell him not to like that shit, dude, it was mm -hmm. like that. And, and I just realized at that time I go, um, this is the wrong dude. Like, I don't yeah, need yeah, yeah. this dude because what am I going to do? No, I ain't apologizing for shit. And then fucking 10 guys. So I'm just like, hey, you know, if I offended anybody, sorry. I did it in a very quick, easy way. And I got out of there because I, I, you know, I had a little baby and, and, and at the time and, and my wife. And I'm like, dude, what am I, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not going to do something. I'm not going to follow my dream and get fucking killed yeah. because I was just fighting on right. stage. Right. That's know? the hill you're going to die on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Quite day, man. Right. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And then when you're pulling away from the club, you fucking bust a mooner. 
<laughs> like, like a fucking child. Got the license plate on a fishing line just for the laugh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about? I know you're a big sports guy. What's your? I was watching some baseball fights, and uh, baseball fights are so fucking hilarious to me. How much? How how much cooler would baseball be? And maybe you don't think it is, but how much cooler would baseball be if they just let let them go one on one at home plate, and like until they gas out like a hockey fight? <laughs> that would yeah. be so fucking be awesome. What I said one time, I go, dude. I go, I don't understand you. The guy's got a bat. You know, like my mentality yeah. was like, you got a bat. One of the best ones I ever saw. I don't know if you, did you ever see the one where right when the guy got hit, he got hit by a pitch, he kicked the catcher in the chest yes. and then ran to the mound. That's <laughs> the smartest I've ever seen. It's the best. It's the best. It is the all-time best baseball fight. He gets yeah. hit and in anger, as angry as he would be at the pitcher, in that same anger, kicks the catcher in the chest <laughs> yeah, and has to fall true. now. Because the yeah. guy's squatting, so he has to fall. And then he just fucking sprints at the mound. Yeah, well, the catcher always comes from behind when you're, like, in the middle of the fight. Dude, the that – and he's probably talking shit the whole time, and then you get beamed. That's such a great move. That's the equivalent – that's the equivalent of the way of the gun when the guy punches the girl first and then starts going to us. <laughs> the catcher ordered the hit. Yeah. That's why he kicked him. <laughs> I've actually watched a guy go out with the bat. Yeah. It's funny how things just totally de-escalate. Change him. Like, <laughs> he, like, he was like calmly walking with it. So at first it wasn't like, and then all of a sudden, like the, the picture was like, all right, maybe I don't. And then he ended up putting it down, but it was hilarious. how it slowed everything down. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is going to really end his career right now. And right, right, right. And maybe mine. The one <laughs> I just watched, the pitcher hit, uh, being the batter, nothing, no, he didn't rush him. The the uh, bullpen or not the bullpen the bench was talking so much shit that the pitcher charged the whole bench. It was <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. I not, think I yeah. saw that one where yeah. the guy just lost his shit. Yeah, he lost it last dude. year, and he got mobbed. He got mobbed, but it was such a crazy thing to do, you know, like just to run at everybody. I had so much admiration for that guy in that moment. That first um, punch is a dandy. Yeah. One of the biggest ones ever, one of the biggest ones ever was when um, Benitez, what was his name? Armando Benitez in uh, mid-90s, late-90s, hit Tino Martinez in the middle of the back in a playoff game hard. And Daryl Strawberry was on the Yankees, everybody. And the Yankees just hopped over, and it was a melee, dude. It was like – and it actually changed the series. There, because there's nothing more gangster than when you get beamed and then you go yard. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's that's better than any punch back in the face. And then you just flip the bat and look at the guy, dude. Oh yeah, like, dude. You if just you could do that. To the, to Hell the yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Strawberry yeah. could fight. He was always entertaining. I tried to. I emailed him to try. I want him on the podcast. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll get one of these fucking. Dude, Strawberry is an animal, things. dude, and and. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys know this story that he said on the fan to Mike Francesa, but just to put into perspective, now he's religious and he's like a speaker and, you know, he's really got his life together. But, yeah. Uh, oh, of course, what's it called? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck him. I like him. I like him. <laughs> Boring. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about the story about The story with Francesca? 
Yeah, he's talking to Francesca. Oh, Nolan Ryan fight was great, but oh anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he was like, you know, six times cocaine, and he's on Francesca, and they're just talking. Everybody's talking shit about how is him and D- Dwight Gooden like, even like enough is enough. These guys always fucking blow and partying and shit. And he just told this story, and I was just like, I'm never judging another dude again. He said that his whole life, right, he's talking about how his father was like, not only are you like, you're a piece of shit, you're worthless, you're going to be nothing. So his father was telling him. He tells a story. He goes, Mike, he goes, in the 1986, in 1986, the New York Mets team was the Beatles. He said, when we walked in, when we walked into restaurants and when we were in the city, it was shit got shut down. Because you got to remember, the Yankees for like 11, 12 years were, were really bad. And right. other than Don, other than Don Mattingly, they didn't have anything. So it was the fucking Mets. It was Dwight Gooden. It was a young strawberry, Keith Hernandez. And he goes, dude, we would shut places the fuck down. And he goes, and we're in game two of the World Series, Shea Stadium. And he goes, he, this, shit, this made me just go, wow. He goes, I hit a home run. And I'm rounding second base and I'm looking and I'm in Queens and New Yorkers are going nuts. And he goes, and all I'm thinking about is that my father thinks I'm a piece of shit and I'm worthless. And I want to go leave this game and get high. And I was just like, imagine the fucking euphoric Nirvana you feel when you hit a home run in a, in a world series. And the world is watching. And he's just like, dude, my, I'm nothing. And he's just like, I just want to go do blow tonight, dude. And I was just like, wow, man, like to fucking be mentally there, you know, to be mentally there in that thing just made me realize like, who the fuck am I to judge anybody? Yeah. You know what? I guess it's good that he's got his life together. (laughs) If you can't enjoy (laughs) that moment. That pinnacle moment. You're like, oh, dude, he, he became religious. Then you heard that. You're like, all right. I know. Dude, that's probably the best moment in like a thousand other people's lives. And he couldn't even enjoy it because he just wanted to go get high and split, you know. Because we find shit wrong, right? Right, right. I, I literally, I literally had the, the I mean, I would do a, a big show with, I would, when I was opening for Burr, I would do Carnegie Hall, had the chance to do the garden twice and had amazing sets. I would always on one of those nights or something, you would just in your mind, it was like, and I think that that's why we do what right. we do. And it probably does come back to fighting, right? Like if you, you kid, I feel like truly happy people aren't really, you don't want to go to a bar to have a drink, which is supposed to be a nice festive thing. Right. And be like, dude, if I don't get laid tonight, I'm punching somebody in the face. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, right, right, right. Something wrong. It all comes from the same place, you know? Abs- for us to... For us to, you stood on a truck, dude, recently, <laughs> because because you love it and you put yourself through that. But that takes a certain person who went through something to do that. Right, 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 and a need for validation and other people's validation. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was watching some soccer highlights. I was like, because I, I started watching the baseball fights, and I was like, what are some other like sports fights? Man. Soccer fans, the toughest soccer fucking players. I'm not game. even saying they're not physically tough, but I watched some shit that I was crying. I was laughing so hard. At one point, a ref came over to a soccer player that was kind of like standing off of the sidelines and fucking like jutted him in the throat. Like, you know, how you go like that up into the guy's throat and the soccer player looked at him and like started crying. Like he wiped his eye. <laughs> what? <laughs> what That's the just- fuck? 
<laughs> what the fuck like are you the, doing, man? Seems like the only game where the fans are tougher than the players. It is, dude. It is. It's like that in golf, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's something that I've never seen. A golf I've fight? Never, I've never seen golfers fighting on. I've seen NASCAR. I've yeah. seen a guy get out of his NASCAR after a guy like ruined the race for him and run up to the thing and fight. But I've never seen two golfers just fucking toe to toe on a green. That would be amazing. Dude, yeah, I wonder if that exists. Like somewhere, a clip of the golf fight. I think guys have talked shit when they were paired with each other. Right. Like, like you know, but I don't know if guys were like fighting, which would be amazing to see. Probably over in England or. Scotland, Scotland fucking yeah. inbred lands. <laughs> <laughs> for real. All right, pal. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for doing the the pod, man. Yeah, thanks so much. No, dude, thanks for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. I'll I'll do this shit. I'll talk shit all the time. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to think of other fights, but uh, this is a great podcast, by the way, because oh, thanks. It's Thank such you. a unique. It's such a unique thing to just be like, because everybody, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you have one minute or no? Of course, oh, yeah. Minute. All right, dude. I'm at that same guy's house, okay? The who, guy. That, the Irish my guy. Buddy, my buddy who passed away. And, and yeah. yeah, I'm at his house. And um, his dad was a big wig at, um, I want to say, Pontiac or, or one of those GM. And um, they had a really nice house. And they, they had a deck. And he had siblings that were all older and they had friends over so he's like my siblings so there was like now you gotta understand i'm 17 at the time 17 years old and there were probably people there in their uh 25 26 27 right, right, right. there's some like albanian guy outside on the deck talking to a girl and they're getting into a heated exchange i'm inside the kitchen talking to my buddy talking to my friend i'm in a really bad place as far as like drunkness like it's starting to like if i'm not at the blackout party yet i'm like walking up the path <laughs> yeah, right? yeah it's, getting great. it's getting great <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm walking up to the door for the blackout yeah. party i'm almost inside <laughs> and i'm getting hazy and we're talking and my fucking vision is like i'm like yeah and these guys outside and he was friends and there was other friends of ours scattered out through the house you know people hooking up in rooms and shit and uh, this was one of the scariest things that ever happened to me because I still think about it because of the days I was in. He walks out. This guy's probably, I think they said he was probably almost 30. Albanian guy drove up from the city and he's yelling at this girl. And I'm just sitting there talking. And I just, when he walked in in a rage to leave, he just goes, in some accent, what the fuck are you looking at? And he knocked me out. He knocked me down though, but I didn't, he didn't, yeah. he didn't out of nowhere. And I, I literally guys i didn't feel it all i remember and i didn't get knocked out all i remember was my friend going yo he just hit paulie this and that and just everybody the guy ran out of the door got into he had like a nissan 300 like he just and everyone's running and it's this big thing and and i remember i was so out of it and i didn't even i just went down and i was like in a, it was basically the best way i could describe this was i was in a dream yeah and I remember saying to his older sister, she goes, come here, you're going to lay downstairs. And I remember going, did I die? Am I? Where am I? <laughs> and like, I was just, dude, I was so, it was so shocking because it just took me out. I was so drunk. And yeah. it was just a big foggy day. And I woke up the next day and it was like one of the worst feelings ever. 
uh, mm-hmm. that I had and really scary because that guy was like, he could have, what if he stabbed me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you hate know? that he escaped. I hate that he escaped. <laughs> Dude, that he that he got out of there in time, that little fucking weasel. And the other people <laughs> in the rooms were like, where is he? And like, but like almost like they didn't know it was just a brutal thing. Yeah, he got out, he got away. So that guy, hopefully, hopefully that guy made that mistake somewhere else and and paid for it. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. That shit catches up with you eventually. That shit, but that's, that's what I mean. Guys like that, whether if it wasn't that night, that's coming again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to hold up the uh, closeout. No, 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 no. It's awesome. It's all good. It's all good. The stories the better, man. <laughs> that's it. That's right. Um, and, we, and we like the losses. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like I said, I gave you a good one at the beginning, but I've yeah. definitely gotten the shit kicked out of me a couple of times. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm I'm about sixteen and fifteen, or maybe fifteen and sixteen, <laughs> depending on who you ask. <laughs> you know, a guy loves to fight when he's like number one has a podcast about it. Oh, yeah, right, right. Number number two has got his record. <laughs> and I know you got like you got like 16 15 and then you know there's a circle with a maybe oh yeah that's right that's right it's like oh but i did kind of sucker shot that guy <laughs> i had a buddy behind me he was scared yeah yeah right that's right that's right yeah, all right cool right, man. man well thanks for doing it what are, you, what are you doing right now what are you what are you plugging anything well, right now, um, we just launched the, the YouTube channel, w- which we started during the pandemic, which is going really well. It's got uh, stand-up clips. It's got clips of the Verzi Effect podcast. Check cool. that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and I'm going to be doing a web series, which will also be on the YouTube channel. Oh, and, cool. yeah, just get me on Instagram, Twitter, and, right um, and all that stuff, man. Right on, brother. All right. Thanks for doing it, man. Hey, man. Take care. Tyler, thanks, pleasure man. to meet you, brother. Yeah, nice to meet Take you, care, too. John. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, bro. Thanks. All right. Later. Ha <laughs> ha.